Okay, what up there, everybody? You are now under the blacktop, where we try to get our act together and find unity in the circle of life and friendship. I am Billy. I'm Timbo. And I am Ray. How are you guys doing? It's nice to see you. Nice to be seen. Awesome, awesome. Man. <laughs> nice got... to see you guys. Yes, man, it's a new day. Yeah, man, it's a new year. We got a new right. president. Lions about to get a new quarterback. Like, it's a lot going Speaking on. Speaking of president... Are you wearing an American flag, Tempo? Yeah, but it's not... It's kind of, like, altered, obviously. It's just... Yeah, but, yeah. It's patriotic today, okay? There you go. There you go. Are you happy that um that we switched office? Yes, I'm very happy. There we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm elated. I'm over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. I feel that, man. How y'all been, though? Um, Timbo, how you been? It's been a while since we um actually recorded. <laughs> Yes, it's been a minute. Same old, same old, uh, doing these paintings and trying to establish myself on Instagram at Obelortico Art. Uh, that's all together. O-B-A-L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-O-A-R-T. Just have to put that plug in there because that's what I do. Uh, and just really trying to enjoy my life for what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Billy, how you been? Fantastic. Fantastic. Weathering the storm of everyday life. But, yeah. Right, the storms of life. <laughs> but we're good, my G. We um, are good. Uh, I do want to ask you something. So you are a parent, right? Um, I am. Okay. How old is your son? My son. See, it's it's funny that you asked me that because so many people have asked me that in the last like um month. Um, but he will be seven um, in March. He's six now. Wow. wow. I feel flies. bad because he spent, you know, his whole six in the house for the most part, you know. Wow. I spent my whole 30 in the house, so. Hey, <laughs> board in a house and you in the house board. <laughs> no so lie. Imagine, imagine your kid. It's about two or three. Mm-hmm. And y'all out shopping. Okay. And uh, this is what happened to me. <laughs> He got, he got this guy in here with his kid. He got his daughter in the stroller. And he okay. got his son walking around. So the kid is, like, looking at me, but not looking at me. And his dad is trying to pick out something to buy. And the kid sticks his finger, and he goes up his nose, and he starts oh, no. digging. And he starts to kind of turn his back <laughs> towards me. And I keep watching him. And then he kind of bends back, and then eats it. And then, like, <laughs> I turn away. And he's smiling. And this is what I want to know, bro. If your son is out here eating boogers, do you want to know this? Because I felt like I should have told him cause so he can, like, nip that in the bud and get him to break this habit. But then I'm like, is it my place? Oh, man. That's a great question. You know, I, it really comes down to parenting, <laughs> man, because I think that some parents at that point, they would be embarrassed. And I think to, for them to be embarrassed, they would yeah. probably be more upset at you. Like, man, leave my booger-eating kid alone. You know, I, we... we <laughs> We eat boogers around here, you know, like they will probably be more aggressive as opposed to being like, Oh yeah. thank you. You know, bad Johnny. Right. Right. Um, how would, would I you wanna... I I I probably would want to know if my kid eating boogers. Like, in public, though. In public, though. I mean, at, at all, though. Like, if you just find out that you you just a booger eater, like that's 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 a little much. <laughs> a lot of much. <laughs> I don't know, man. What would I have done in that situation? See, I didn't see me. I probably would have played the middle ground. I would have been like, "Oh, come on, little man, don't do that." Like right. one of those little things, like talk to the kid, like, "No, don't eat your no," you know, <laughs> one of those kind of things. You know, kind of just play it, play it off yeah. with the kid. And you can do that with adults too. You really can. It's, That's true. It's, it's right? You kind of got to read the room, you know. Yeah. Like. It's a little, you know. It's a lady. Hey, man. Hey, lady. Um, your kid over here. <laughs> Eating boogers. <laughs> I don't know. Man. You might be able to finesse that. I, I don't know, man. I, I've been out the game for a second. I don't know. Well, see, I know you. Your rule number one. You ain't gonna finesse nothing with um. Well, she might be an auntie though, man. You don't know. I assumed you were gonna say that you weren't gonna finesse. Try to finesse that because you wouldn't approach a young lady with children. Or is no, that an assumption to me? Oh, okay. I'm about to say, you like, oh, no, nah, your kid eat boogers. I'm not trying to talk to no boogers. 
Oh, man, I'd just rather leave it alone because apparently, not apparently, I assume the kid will go out of it. But you'd be surprised how old a person can get and still eat boogers. It sounds like you're speaking deal. from experience. Who you know? Um, I'm you not putting out there. Okay. I have, I have, okay. I've seen some outrageous, you know how you see a kid that's too old for his shoulder? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like that. Like you way too old. You almost old enough to drink. Like, stop okay. it. I've well, you seen okay. this. Some, some habits are hard to break, man, I guess. <laughs> I'm so old for this. <laughs> so, 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 basically what you're saying for future reference, though. Um, in the future, when you got a little kid running around, if I see them eating boogers, I should tell you, let you know. It's, I don't know. I don't. You, I don't know if I should tell the parents. You don't know. If, I'm saying, would you? Would you want to know? I I don't know. I'm like on the fence with you, because <laughs> I'd be a little disappointed that my kid was eating boogers and I didn't catch it. This is an in-house problem. Somebody just pointed pointed it, this out to me. I don't like that. And that's kind of where I was coming from, where the parents would kind of be embarrassed. It's like, oh, man, I got caught out in public with my kid eating boogers. <laughs> but it's not like, your fault. It's I mean, like salty snacks, man. It's not your fault. <laughs> man. Can't help it. That is crazy. On that one, man, we, yeah. we did an album this, <laughs> this week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we did we did an album. This was one of the weeks where we were choosing um between albums that we don't really um gravitate to or wouldn't really listen to um initially, right? I think that I ended up picking this one um through okay. our the, the ways that be. Um Timbo, you want to talk a little yeah. more about that? Yes. Um uh this episode we did BTS, it's uh, their album B. It came out November 20th of last year, 2020. And it's K-pop. So <laughs> I would, it's not actually, could anybody read what it says on the cover? Because they wrote a little message on there, but I haven't been able to blow up the cover to look at it. Um, life goes on. Oh, so is that the track then? Those yeah. are the track. Okay, cool. Um, so well, just go because the second one is what fly, um, yeah, fly to my room. I think is the second track. What does okay. that say? Life goes on, liking something in the forest. <laughs> it might be the lyrics from like an arrow the in the blue sky. Yeah, interesting. Well, I'm like, we're not yeah. going to talk about that part because <laughs> I didn't read it. So, <laughs> but. As far as sonically, what did you guys think? Um, man. Um, personally, you know, it was interesting for me, you know, because uh, initially I was like, oh, I thought that it was going to be a more, a little more English in it. Mm-hmm. Same. But I really could see why they were popular. And I think that if they were over here just speaking English, that they would be like just as popular over here. It's not music that I would listen to, but I, I, I get it. Like and so it was really interesting hearing um how they just kinda how just the sound and how it's just more of a universal sound and not necessarily always the lyrics are what's being said. Right. Um I found that really um compelling. Yeah. Same. Uh, uh, uh I, like how it sounded. Okay, go ahead. You want to start? I'm sorry, man. Hey, okay. I, I like I agree with you hundred percent, man. Um, I like the sounds. I like the music. Still a little bit of a, um, of course, a gap just because I don't know what they're saying. And I can't, I wasn't, when I was listening to it, time got away from me this time. So I listened to this album once. Uh, I didn't go back and read any of the lyrics. And um, it just, it was okay. It was music I liked. I liked the beats. And I didn't know what they were singing about. Yeah. And I, even if I did read the lyrics, there's still a disconnection there because I can't mm-hmm. equate it to it being in real time. That makes mm-hmm. sense. So I just feel like there's always be that, that, okay. that gap or disconnection. But I do love Disease. That okay. was probably my favorite record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's funny that you say that. I got that um start mm-hmm. as my favorite as well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just funny because I was listening to the album and I'm like, man, I really wish I knew what they were saying. Okay, I'm gonna try to look up the lyrics. No, I don't need to. I'm just gonna vibe. But then I got to the skit, and I was like, okay, now hold up. I gotta, I gotta stop. I gotta listen, find these lyrics. So I grabbed my yeah. phone, 
I go to the Genius app because that's usually just where I go, and I type in the B album, and darn it, all the doggone lyrics was in not in English. It wasn't in English. Um, I didn't realize till today that they also have an English, English. version um, on there. But yeah, so it, I went through there like just confused, and well, I thought it was so funny. I'm like, when that when they bleeped. In that in the skit, I'm like, did they redact the name? Did somebody curse? Like, do they not curse? Like, I was just so I was so confused, but it was funny to me, you know, just being able to listen to that music, and it made me start to think about how popular kind of American music is, and how you know all these English speaking songs go all around the world, and a lot of people even learn English through music. So I couldn't do anything but just kind of sit back and chuckle as I listened to this whole you know, diatribe of this foreign language, but, you know, but this all means something to somebody enough to put on an album. It was, it kind right. of blew my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, um, I did get the English translation. It, in a lot of ways, it still didn't completely help because it, it to me, it was, it gets even more confusing when you translate it into English in some certain instances, but uh, I did like the sonics of it. Uh, it sounded like they almost had a guy in there who raps or something. Yeah. Kind of, like, that's what that it sounded like. Yeah. And I didn't actually physically look. Is there a girl in there too or no? You, I was wondering that as well. Know. It seems like at some times I heard like a, a lighter voice. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't look. So I, I, we got to do our research on that. But yeah, uh, I, I loved disease and telepathy. Uh, and yeah, I can't remember but one song was about quarantine, uh, and a couple of them were about what's going on kind of right now type of thing. It was actually more on a larger scale. They were trying to connect with their fans. I think Telepathy, I, I read on Rap Genius, was about them trying to connect with their fans through virtually now, since they can't tour, because they were getting ready to go on the tour when everything hit. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I, I I liked a lot of it. Like, um, even not being able to hear, you know, exactly what they were saying. Like the songs, like you said, telepathy. I put um single worthy on there. I'm like that sounded like a single to me. Yeah. And honestly, that last one was a dynamite, man. Yeah, dynamite. Bruno Mars on there. I swear, I, I just, just needed like Bruno Mars on there, and it's just like throw that on the radio. <laughs> it was dope. And we be there. It was like, dope, man. So it was just really I, cool dope. just to be able to connect to um, just a lot of music that, and that was the only one that was, I guess, in English for the most part too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonder why that was if they were trying to maybe connect um to more American an American audience or or what it was. I don't know because they kind of had a um, some English kind of peppered in to yeah just yeah. the music anyway. So, but yeah, all in all, I thought it was really cool. Um, it was a few songs on there that I really liked. Mm-hmm. It was it was interesting. Yeah, I see why they're popular. I definitely get that. I know they were like mega popular, so I get it. Yeah, definitely. Would you listen to them again? Or those songs, the songs that you really liked? Would you listen to them again? No, it's interesting. At least like Dynamite, I would throw that on like um, KJ's playlist, um, like in the car. Okay. So I could listen to that like when he's in the car, that kind of thing. Like it was a couple of them that um I could see <sighs> maybe. I have different playlists for different kind of feelings, so I could see maybe a couple of them making the playlist. But then I would be annoyed because I don't know exactly what they're saying, so I have to do a little more research to at least figure it out. But um, that would be cool. All right, what you thinking, Billy? I watched this random video about Questlove, and this man says he tries to find or discover 100 songs a day, and he makes playlists like that. I don't... I feel like maybe I heard it wrong, but that's a lot of that's a lot of listening. Bro. That's a that lot is of a music. lot of listening. But you probably develop your ear so well, man. But a wow. hundred songs a day. The day. That just made me think. That's what I thought about when you talked about your playlist. Yeah, that's no, it's a just, it, No, it is to even find a hundred new songs a day is. Yeah. Yeah. How do you find that's a ton? Right. He said he he would do it on his um taxi drives, I guess, between wherever he's going. Because uh, everything is in the city. It's on his drives. We'll or to cab drives. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I could see that though. It kind of speaks to his commitment too and his love for you know and his passion for kind of what he does, you know. You know, just 
Did you know he was curly? I did not know that. No, I did it's not. Not, He did that. But he did it so well, man. I had no that is idea. Awesome. I did not know that at all. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoilers are from here on out. Uh, what are we talking about, fellas? <laughs> we got a great movie that we saw. Um, Soul. Soul. Um, <laughs> the Pixar movie, yeah. which is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Um, I believe it came out on Christmas. Um, and yeah, so we, we all took a look at it. And um, we just thought it was interesting enough to bring it to the table and talk about, you know. It was a lot of good points in there when I kind of saw it that um I thought was I wanted to know what you guys also thought you know uh-huh. so um, what did y'all think about it? I really liked the movie man. I really liked the animation. First time I watched it, I watched it three times. First time I watched it, I was just so amazed by how real his sweater looked, how real everything else looked, but right. how how well distinguished um, things were. You can tell that he was animated, but then you can really tell the quality. I was close and how well they just married the two qualities, I guess, of animation. It was really fun, man. Yeah. Okay. I I thought it was pretty cool too. Uh, I only got the chance to see it once. I was a little pressed for time. Okay. But I, my favorite thing about everything was the music. The music was even when uh, the the band was going and <laughs> it was horrible. I still liked the way it sounded. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes, and they did do a great job with the animation. Uh, it was, it did, it was quite interesting. It took you to a lot of different places. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I also thought it was um a really good movie, which I figured it would be good because when does Pixar really not put out a good movie? Um, so I was going into it with the understanding that it would probably be good. I think the last movie that they put out, I think they put out two movies last year. It was that one. And was it Onward, I believe, was the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because they both kind of deal with um, some kind of heavy situations and different kind of topics. And it's interesting just seeing that trend in kids' movies over the past, like, few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... I, I, it may be a little bit early to say this. I will say that I felt the, it was still a little bit too heavy for kids to understand. Like, mm-hmm. they use the word hypothetical. It's like a baby is not even going to understand that concept. Right. Right. So that was my only thing. Is I think that they should have geared it more towards adults a little bit more. But mind you, something, death is something that you need to talk to kids about. But it was just, yeah, I just that was just my thought on that part. Well, considering that, what age do you think um, these kids are really starting to have trouble with or are aware of searching for a purpose or a reason for living? I don't know if you can put an age on it. Some people know. I mean, just what, what, what do you think? You know, when, when does that question start popping up in the kid's head? It's around 14? Is it 17, 18? Possibly. Later in life? You know, possibly around twelve or thirteen, possibly. So uh, uh, I think that that movie reaches across to, you know, around twelve and thirteen and up pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's an interesting question, though. I mean, if you ask uh, a five-year-old what do you want to mm-hmm. be when you grow yeah. up, they already got something in their head. You know, I think you're already kind of developing those kind of thoughts and those concepts, and you kind of, you know, you kind of see things. Um, for but did they? Did they? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you about to ask? Do they do they associate it with purpose and then associate that purpose with a reason for living? Though I don't think that so. seems like the movie really deals with, yeah. with, with that kind of that kind of weird entanglement. Yeah, maybe we just have things routed, you know, wrong or weird about how we approach life. At least that's what I kind of picked up on it. Yeah, they had a lot of interesting concepts, kind of like that when they were talking about just like the whole spark, right? You know, you got to find a spark. Yeah. And um, I was kind of wrestling with it. Like, do you really need, like, a spark to enjoy life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Yeah, oh, you know, and... Well, I kind I don't think so, no. Um, I guess, personally, I feel like you don't have to be, like, awesome at something or, like, you know, completely immerse yourself and have this, you know, immense passion for something to 
you know, enjoy things to have the, a great life experience. Like, even, I think the movie kind of even points to that a little bit. Um, if you look at, like, 22 and living through Joe and the scenes where she was, um, you know, in his body, mm-hmm. it was the small stuff that she kind of liked. It was, mm-hmm. you know, the taste of pizza, you know, watching the yeah. little helicopters kind of fall down, and, you know, like, the, the feeling of getting a nice, fresh haircut, you know, that like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. That Okay, I need one. Bro, you ain't the only one. I got a hat on for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. So it was interesting how just watching that movie just kind of naturally made me kind of just think about some of these questions on just life and what what does it mean to experience life? Because I'm sure that Joe, to a point, felt that he had had a good life, you know? But then when, Mm -hmm. after he died and they went into the hall of his life and he was kind of walking and looking, he was like, wait, who? Like, I don't remember it like this. Like, what's going on, you know? And he kind of saw that he wasn't really living the life that he thought he was. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was something I really didn't understand. I talked to a friend of mine. He helped me understand better. When he finally played, he got the gig. And um, he played, and he was just expecting more. Mm-hmm. For me, I think that that talks to a lot of people. But a lot mm-hmm. of people understand that um, once you got the gig, now you just got a new job. It's, not a, it's, it's the conversation of uh, maybe career versus a moment. You know, he was really concerned about a moment versus being trying to build a career. Even though he was been trying to build a career, if you're playing with her, you keep playing with her. That's what happens next. So it seems like he was disappointed, maybe because he just didn't have a fair perspective. Maybe he put too much on the dream. Or I guess he just didn't think about what would happen after you got a chance to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene was very interesting. Um, I actually put a note yeah. on that, too. Um, it's almost like he built it up in his head and he had this much, expectation yeah. of what it was going to be yeah. and, and what and when I do this and it's going to be perfect and I'm just that's just it's going to be great and you get there and you realize that okay this is still life you know it's, it's yeah. still things you have to do you know it's like it's like you said it's right. a job you know it's like right. it's great it don't stop being it, a <laughs> but you know I almost felt bad for him in that in that moment, you know, because you can kind of see the realization of it all, um, kind of come to him. Um, yeah, that was but a really heavy scene. It's really good to be in that place because you're forced to enjoy life, because where you thought it was, mm-hmm. you finally reached where you thought you couldn't search, and right. you searched there, and then it wasn't there. So now you can start to look some some other places. And you end up finding out that it's been around you the whole time. Exactly. And I think that that's kind of what he experienced in that moment. You know, it was just that realization yeah. of, okay, this is what I thought I wanted and I have it. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's do something else. And I think, of course, that of, with the culmination of everything they kind of went through in the movie, you know, of, he was right in yeah. it too of, okay, let me, you know, do more. Let me live for more. You know, it was more than right. just you know, trying to have this moment or it's more than just being, you know, great at one thing. It's more than just trying to find a perfect job. You know, life is about a lot of little things, a lot of little moments, a lot of happy moments that kind of make the overall a good thing. That's why I like when they even went into that kind of hall. It was a lot of moments, you know, it wasn't just, oh, look at this teacher. You know, they show people being teachers and they showed them doing this and they showed them doing this and they showed them doing that. You know, a lot of different little things that make the overall person. And I think that that was just kind of dope, just how they kind of showed that. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that you could ever really understand without getting that far? Can you understand that you can have a happy life without this thing that you've built up, without ever reaching it to know that that's not where the answer was in the first place? It feels like that's just a necessary part of it. Um... No, I don't know. I think that it's on my mindset, personally. I think that that's something that we try to do, right? I think even in you watching that movie, which is one of the things I didn't like, but in watching the movie, when you kind of get to the end, I think that they want the audience to kind of feel 
like Joe feels. Like when he comes back, he almost feels like he has a second chance. Let me do things a little differently. And I think that to a point, they want the audience to kind of walk out of the theater or, you know, in the movie kind of thinking like, okay, wait, what am I doing? Am I looking too seriously at certain things? Am I too obsessed with certain things? Do I need to, you know, spend more time with my kids? Do I need to kind of pull back and just notice, you know, the leaves on the trees, you know? And I think, I mean, I think that if you can keep yourself in that mindset, I think you absolutely can. Um, Just live in a moment and try to just be thankful. Um, But it's a constant mindset, man. The world is so crazy. It's like, it right. take, you know, it's, it's nothing for you to be obsessed with something and now you're looking at election news for the right. the next three months or, you know, certain, you know, whatever, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I ask because being sometimes that having that same obsession, the desire doesn't go away mm-hmm. unless you reach it and you, you figure out, oh, it's not, it's, what I thought was here wasn't here. Mm-hmm. But the desire is so strong, you've got to find out. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked. Because well, yeah, I, think I wonder if you, can you really know without going that far and learning for yourself what you thought was there just wasn't. Okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, I think with that, yeah, I think with that to not do it would cause regret though, because you would live yes. with that what if. Oh, I could have did this, or oh, I should have did this, or especially if you straight turn down opportunities, or you know something like that, or if you, you know, you choose not to. Um, you know, take the step because you know you're too afraid or something like that. You know, I think that right. That, um, it it would just cause more regret. So I think that for those, you know, absolutely go for it. And you do have to get to that point to realize that maybe the grass ain't greener. You know, or you know, oh, I thought this was what it was, but it's not. So now what? You know, right? Gotta just put your uh, because you can't put all your eggs in one basket type of thing. It's like. You're looking so for he was looking so forward to the gig, he got it, and it's just like it wasn't even enough mm-hmm. because it wasn't. Just, you can't put everything to one thing. You just right. it doesn't matter what it is. It's, this whole thing is so much bigger than that, and that's what the movie was basically about. Right, and no matter how much you love it, uh huh. Wait, oh, no, you didn't it. I didn't. My favorite thing about the movie before. <laughs> What's your favorite thing, bro? The thing, the thing I loved about this movie, um, uh-huh. the black hair. That barbershop scene was the mm-hmm. best scene. Oh, in this man. Whole movie, man. It, it was, was dope. It was so dope. Everything from the J's that my man was wearing to <laughs> to the little sneak dishes. How bad his hair looked. Yeah, like the, oh. the the reaction from the barbershop when he took the hat off. <laughs> The the full beard and how you can see the texture in the right. hair. They did such good job with this animation. That was yeah. one of my favorite scenes. I, mean, I just had to shout out yeah. that man. That was um that was probably my favorite part of that whole movie. And my man was mad hating and being just it was just funny, yeah. this whole thing. You got twenty two just kinda trying to experience life and my man's over there just being a mad hater and then she got that good job being at the end. So I yeah. thought it was Yeah, twenty two was going in on him. I thought it he was. You have to eat. Like, well, don't don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. How about that? Uh, right. So, um, y'all ain't had no issues. Um, did y'all have any religious issues with it? Um, I know I both of y'all. I kind of go there. <laughs> okay, I get that. I kind of, I kind of did though. But that's that's to me why I was like, it, I was concerned about maybe being marketed to kids that were possibly too young. Okay. Because it's, I mean, but it's different for everybody. And I'm not trying to, you know, put my own personal religious beliefs on anything. But it was a something that I had to kind of like work around a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't take from any enjoyment. It's just uh the whole afterlife thing is a, a lot that we don't know about it. So it's it's hard a hard uh subject to tackle. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, it was just cool to see an interpretation, somebody else's thoughts, what they thought, because I guess everything that we have right now is just somebody else's thoughts concerning the idea in general. You know, we believe some things more than the other, but it was just, I, I didn't have to compare it to anything. I just accepted it for what it was and um, just wondered. I wonder if something's like that, because right. how do you really know? 
Okay. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Last question. Um, I guess before we move on anyway, because I was just kind of just jotting down notes. Um, Not to say that I even had an issue with... Well, I don't know how I felt about this. Um, Do you feel that this is an example um, of a movie where they are taking the black voice away from um, a male character or a black character, not even necessarily male, um, because we have, you know, examples of animations where they do that. You know, you look at like Princess and the Frog, where we got a black queen who's a frog the whole movie. Or even the one that just came out, The Spies in Disguise, where Will Smith was a pigeon the whole movie. And in this Uh, one, in this movie in particular, I guess they took him out his body and put the voice of a white woman in his body. Right. I'm just asking if you guys saw it and, and if you thought about no, it. Not, not the voice, the soul. The There we go. Yeah? <laughs> Let's be right. I mean, if we just talk about the movie, um, I thought about it. And, I mean, I guess if we're honest, we're probably going to be seeing that for the next how long? I mean, I, mean I, just, I, I don't want to say I've accepted it, but you just kind of look at it for what it is, man. That's the best I got, because I definitely thought about it. It's crazy that we think about it, man. I I went back, and I was thinking about how long has it happened. Remember that movie, Emperor's New Groove? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Didn't they turn him into a llama? They did. Wasn't he a person of color? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's just just interesting. Not to say that this movie didn't have a lot of good concepts, and that they didn't do black well. I just find it interesting that they go to the well... Um, you know, for these things over and over again. So that was the biggest issue I, for me. Yeah, that was that was probably that was one of my issues, and I didn't necessarily like. I think that the movie would have been better if he would have just had come to peace with going to the right. other side and actually went to the other side instead of getting a reprieve. But it's a Pixar movie, you know. Right. I get it. And to me, I, the plot kind of, I got lost in the plot. I was not following that because it, it was just like he was coming back, he was going. It was a lot going on. So that was another thing. That just goes to the writing, though. Yeah. But like he, like we were saying, it's somebody's interpretation of something. And, you know, art is what it is. But I was just like, it, it was hard for me to follow <laughs> that part. Yeah, but I think what all part? in all. It just it, the whole middle, if I'm being real. Besides, you know, it just because what is twenty two? Uh, inter- another dimensional being. Another See, dimension? Yeah, like, that's interesting. She, she's like a pre soul, right? A, like a soul yeah, in the making. Who was trying? Who was trying to skip life? She just, she literally said, "I, I get to skip life." She didn't want to do anything. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, if I could so, just uh, get you the Earth thing, I can just, yeah, skip all of this BS and trying and effort." And jumping and dealing with your fear of living and also yeah. being disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie did yeah, with a lot of self doubt and kind of just yeah. self esteem issues. And and a lot of that it did well. You know, it, this movie did do a sure. lot well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I will watch again. Um, I didn't even necessarily think about the religious thing too, too much until I started reading kind of or looking at um, kind of other kind of reviews and kind of what people were thinking about it. And I kind of saw that people did have an issue with that point because in my initial watch, I just kind of took it at face value of, you know, it's a movie and kind of like you were saying, Billy, that, you know, it's an interpretation. And, you know, if it leads to questions with my kid, then, you know, I can answer those questions. However, you know, you know, my household deems, you know, we're going to answer those questions. So I didn't really think about it too much. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, because I know that, you know, you guys are, you know, religious to a point also. So, you know, I was just interested in what you guys thought about it, you know. That was a great question. A great question. The fact that we even, that that's the thing, you know, it's kind of not strange. It's just a different experience. Right. That's what I can put. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, man. Everybody got love, everybody. Hey, man. <laughs> love all around, man. I don't care what language you speak. <laughs> Swear to love. For sure. You're right. It's all one language, man. <laughs> I can't lie. Great job, man. The trophy goes to you. Oh, man. That's yes, so fun. Um, so. Yeah, so. Go ahead, man. 
No, go. I don't know how to talk about this. I don't know how to talk about this. Um, Is this, you took yeah. the test? I took, I was both told to take two tests. I, I, just took to both tests. I took dose tests. <laughs> so, for so those, you took for those yours, listening, right? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure exactly how this even came up, Um, but we thought it would be... Did, how did it come up? Do we know? We were talking about different things. A couple things. of friends, couple okay, of friends yeah. were telling me about it. We were just talking about it, and I'm very interested. Um, I just want to experience more in life, be present, live, see what people yeah. are talking about. Instead of shunning something, see what it's about, see what I can learn from it. Oh, yeah. So we have, um, what is the five love languages? Yes. And we all went to the website. We took the test. Um, it's there. taken from the book, The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. Thank you, Timbo. The accreditation. Yeah, because um, <laughs> our thought is that um, we after taking this test, we might um actually have to read this. I got more. Yeah. I got follow questions actually. You know, as I was sitting here going through these this test, I was like, man, would I rather? You know, so it, it was interesting just how this, how it made me think. So yeah. we we went we to the website and we took um our individual test on this website. They do have um multiple tests for um well they had singles and they had couples. couples. I, mm-hmm. I saw children on there. I didn't click Possibly, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so at the very least, I took the singles and the couples. Um, what did you guys take? The singles. Okay. I'm not single, but I for, I just took the single. <laughs> I didn't think about the couple before. I've been single. I ain't been coupled up too too long, so still getting used to it. <laughs> All right, player. <laughs> so it seems to be what five? Because I I don't know much about this at all, so I don't mm-hmm. I want to sing like. Neither, bro. Okay. I don't seem like the end all be all at all. You can just ask my wife. <laughs> so, so let me list the five right. languages. We got quality time. Yes. Receiving gifts. Uh huh. Physical touch. Ah. Uh-huh. Words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And acts of service. Yes. So those are the five. I don't know yet exactly what they mean. I mean, I have a idea of what they mean. I mean, mm-hmm. but I didn't read his definition of, you know, what each one means, but we answered. How many questions would you guys say it was? I mean, it was a... 25 to 30. 20. Yeah, yeah. So we answered a, a bundle of questions. And to me, they would yeah. seem like they were asking the same thing, just different ways. Yeah, it yeah, was a lot too. of either or... It was interesting because as I took it the second time, I was able to, because I took the couple one first, and then taking the singles one, I was able to attribute um, qualities to each question. Like, I was like, oh, that's an acts of service one, probably, and oh, this is probably yes. a point of affirmation. Or, you know, no, this one, talking about gifts. It's not like all of them was talking about gifts. Like, you want some right. gifts? <laughs> like, all of them. Do you like gifts or not? <laughs> There's a lot of questions, dude. I didn't like either of the choices. None of right. these would care. It was, there like was you. more than a handful. Like, I didn't know. I don't no, care. No, 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 no. He like, is there an other? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, do you want this gift or not? Okay, so, so what I'm thinking, I just thought of this now. We didn't talk about this before. But what I'm wondering is, we kind of know each other a little bit. Should we try to guess what the top quality is in each other. I think that might be kind of... The fun. top quality? Yeah, the top, because it gave percentages. No, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 language. There we go. I'm called, see, I'm, I'm using the wrong vernacular. So... Where, where, where are they? It's quality time, uh, receiving gifts, physical okay. touch, words of uh, affirmation, and acts okay. of service. So you're asking which one of those, which of those yeah, what, the most over? Yeah, well, I guess what you feel would be my top. top. Yeah, yeah. My, my, what, what's my love language, Billy? Mm-hmm. Tell oh, me. man. This is tough. Oh, uh, it's tough, actually. Uh, now that I'm actually thinking about it. Let's go first. Huh? 
Um, he said it is tough not that he's thinking about it. Yeah. Um, okay. So love language is like what you, what, how you, what you like to speak or how you like to be spoken to. I think it's both. Oh, that's a good point. Um, I took it as how you show your love. <laughs> how you show love and how you best receive or how yeah. you would best appreciate or receive. I think it's yeah, more of a receive so thing, how you kind of receive love, right? So that's what you're asking in this moment. Which I'm asking you rather... what his percentage was, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you uh-huh. when I they told me that my love language was black. Uh, <laughs> where where are they? Where are they again? Quality access time. service. Where is it? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Receiving gifts, physical touch, okay. words of affirmation, and acts of service. Oh, I'm going to say it's between for you, acts of service. I gotta narrow this down. Act of service, quality time, or <laughs> no like acts of service. You say half the list. Uh, 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 I don't think, all. I don't you think got it's all of gifts it. at all. I don't think it's gifts. You said, <laughs> man, I'm gonna say acts of service. That's funny. That's the same thing. But I just don't see. I don't see. I see. I say acts of service with quality time, man. But I can see you. Being by yourself and being fine. You don't need gifts. I think you could appreciate words of affirmation, but you don't need them. Because mm-hmm. you just, you could be by yourself for a long time. Mm-hmm. You could just be chill as long as you got your, whatever you like to do. Right. Good. Ah, but I, ah, mm, physical touch. <laughs> that's the final answer. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to go with. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, For you, I think that you are quality time. I'm going to guess that you are quality time. I think that Tim All five? (laughs) 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 Uh, I want to say I want to say quality time. I wanted to say quality time or physical touch, but I kind of think it's I'm leaning towards quality time for Timbo. I kind of am too. I'm, I'm gonna really say all touch for Timbo. I'm gonna say quality time. I don't know anybody, so I can't make no guesses. <laughs> uh, but no, I can't. Uh, I think for Ken, I I see do see acts of service, and I almost the same for Billy too. Acts of service and probably words of affirmation somewhere. Yeah, I do see acts of service for Billy. That's the one I was going between acts of service and um and quality. Really? Um Yes and no. I think you I think you deserve acts of service, but you probably don't look for that cuz you're just a naturally giving person. So I don't think that you naturally will look for that. Um which is why I'm leaning towards quality time because with you being kind of more um Kind of, you can be by yourself, kind of. So, in, in that, if you were to have somebody, you just kind of want them just to be with you, just to kind of chill, you know, just kind of be there and somebody that you can kind of just move with and, you know, be able to focus with, you know. So, I'm thinking that you would be a quality time. Yeah, I think that I you'd feel be like I feel so bad because I don't, I don't know if that's because you know me so well or I just, people can see that so well because this is how I've always been. I would be upset if I got yours wrong. I would be, I'm going to be upset, man. But that's, yeah, I'm definitely quality time for all of those reasons. Like, everything else is cool. It's nice. I can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Quality time. Okay. All right. Did, did everybody guess everybody's? Yeah, just about. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, percentages. I guess I'll go first. Mine was, um, it was interesting. So I took the couple and the singles. They were just about the same. Um, mm-hmm. My couples were quality time was 33%. That was my highest one. Okay. Um, my second highest was a tie between words of affirmation and acts of service. And I feel like mine was like that too. And Damn. then I had um, 
13% for physical touch, and I actually have 0% for your for gifts. How'd you get away with that, dude? Right, so you don't want nothing. You don't ever want to get. Because the way these, these questions, man, they were so bad. I was like, wait, well, yeah, I would definitely rather have a gift than that. I don't want that. I'm so, so I had to answer. <laughs> you I would yeah. definitely want that. Yeah, I would rather have a gift than hold your hand in public. Oh, yeah, you better give me some. <laughs> no, no, hold your hand in public. <laughs> it was more so like acts of service. It was, would you rather receive something or have somebody do something? Right. It was just the thing. Yeah, that was basically the yeah. question. But if I have to, I mean, I'd rather you give me a gift. Let me just do this. I'm going to do this because sometimes I'm taking. And yes. a lot of yeah. it was like, would you appreciate if somebody helped you or something? And it's like, it's not that. For me, it's not that serious. Like, right. Depends that's, on- that's how I felt with some of them, too, with the wording of it. It was like, would you yeah. like this or would you like them to help you even though you know that they were busy? And I'm like, well, right. if you're too busy, then I would rather the other thing. You know, that's kind of how right. I was thinking it, though. Right. So, but um, what was y'all percentages? What was okay. y'all, or did y'all get to, did y'all write it down like that? I, I took a I screenshot of mine. Okay. Okay. What'd you get? Uh so my biggest is, of course, quality time. Y'all are right about that. Uh, there we go. Thirty-seven percent. Thirty-seven percent. Yeah, and then I actually was tied at words of affirmation and receiving gifts for twenty percent. They both for twenty percent equally. Uh, and then we had physical touch that was thirteen percent, and then acts of service was ten. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I did not write mine down. Uh, <laughs> not in this. It's so surprising because I just looked at the top one and I saw the other ones down. I guess I was just, I didn't, the questions were so not, <laughs> I didn't really look at the results, man. I looked at them, I'm like, okay, I see it, but I didn't look at it in um as in percentages. I just looked at the top one and just. Okay, but quality time off. was your top one? Quality time was my top one. Okay. I think that um, a gifts might have been in the middle. Physical touch and acts of service were towards the bottom, and what was the other one was kind of in second place. Where's the affirmation was probably in second place, okay. either second place or tied with something. I think I remember seeing a tie too. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, well, so that's then the question is, are we going to read this book so we can actually figure out what this stuff means? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm down for reading the book. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Yep. I like that. I yep. thought it was very, um, yeah. Um, I don't know what is. I'm, I barely know what the book is about. What do you guys want to learn from this book? I guess, but I guess besides what each thing is, I guess that's kind of what I want to learn. Is I guess the what each language actually means, and if there is a way that I can use my language to more easily interact with other languages without, right. yeah. So. That's kind of yeah. what I want to learn. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that... Well, I guess I need my wife to take it so I can figure out hers. And, yeah, uh, for sure. I think that um, I would want to learn it as much as I can so I can use all of them to have a balance or at least try to understand the basis of them. Like the whole gift thing, I get it, but I wonder if there's a, a thin line between being materialistic and... Somebody giving you a gift meaning, uh, or you putting too much meaning on that. Some people can give you anything; they can say anything to you, and it can also be a lie, you know. Right. So that's why I just I just wonder um, how he defines these things and how I can use them to receive and give love, an effective love to the people that I care about, and then to whoever I meet in a romantic setting. So learn as much as I can. Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I feel the same. It's just, uh, I know quality time for me is pretty pretty cut and dry, but I know about the love languages that my partner likes, so I'm going to study those. But even though it was kind of funny, I was already operating in quite a few of them. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's probably yeah. what, um, you know, what brought you two together then, just the yeah. unspoken ability to kind of, you know, interact in that way. Right. So. Looking forward to the book, definitely. I will have to go on and order it on the ebook uh, yeah. in a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be yeah. fun. I can't wait. 
Yeah. Uh, how, how do you guys want to do it? You want to do like a chapter or two chapters? Um, you want to do the first chapter? So if anybody that wants to read with us, they can read. Um, yeah, that's true. We should probably try to figure out the best way to um, do it. Um, you know, how about we look at the book first? I don't know how meaty. Uh, pause. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the length of <laughs> each language. Um, because if it would, I just want to be a like. Hey, let's just take a language at a time. Right. But I don't I know how true. you know in depth it is, but that's what I want to say is just language I at a time. I want to suggest uh, at least chapter one. That way, if anybody wants to read with us, they can cover chapter one, and we can get a feel how the book flows. So okay. then, at that point, we can say, well, do we want to finish this love language uh, for the next recording, or and do love languages, or is it better to chapter up in chapters? Okay, I like that. So we'll we'll start with chapter one, or whatever the okay. intro. Yeah. Probably got some kind of intro, intro, then chapter one yeah. We'll go from there. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. I like it. Okay. All right, cool. Who's next on our so, agenda, fellas? Elson Brero de Preguntas, man. Oh, God. Oh, that man. had a question. Yeah. See? Let's see what's happening. <laughs> so we're going to answer a random question. I love this hat, hat dude. dude. This is a special hat. My uh, uncle was no longer alive, and my grandfather's no longer alive. I think my uncle went to Mexico and bought this from my granddad. I think they got matching ones. So this oh, is a real awesome. sombrero. It is so awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, what we got? Which is more important, justice or mercy? Justice. Hmm? Mercy. I was going to say mercy is my first thought. But... I'm going to say mercy too, man, because justice, it depends on who, who calling it justice. I say mercy because I don't think that justice always makes you feel better, you know, like, I guess what's justice, you know, it's like So what if, what if mercy is justice, I guess in some frames of mind Yeah, well, yeah, I guess Yeah, mercy unless justice is mercy in which it's still mercy Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess, put it to you this way let's see if this works, does that work? This dude was like going off on a security guard, called him like a B word, ready to fight. He just, he just blew his top. I didn't know what was going on. Security guard makes his way in here and into the store. And he said, Well, did y'all call about something? And um, the dude is in there and said, Just inside our door while he's at our counter, our security guard's at our counter. And he's really still going off on this man and not calming down. And I said, no, dude, we didn't call anybody. There are people out there that are um, selling fake stuff, or at least just selling out in the mall, making the hustle on. And um, you're not supposed to do it. It's hard to catch them. They thought we called. We didn't call them. But as I was talking to the security guard, I was telling them, well, yeah, we see them. We see them over there. That's where they kind of be, or they'd be over in that spot. But, you know, what you going to do? You know, it's only so many security guards. You can't really, they can find out where y'all at and go on the other side of the mall. Not a big deal. But, the guy just happened to be standing in front of our door, so I'm mm. pointing in his direction, and he's just like, take them off some more. What he was doing, he was getting some other business taken care of at a kiosk, a person that can personalize your gifts or whatnot, mm. uh, right outside our store. And um, the security guard thought that he was one of the guys selling, you know, soliciting this product mm-hmm. out of his bag. He was just getting some stuff personalized, and I guess. The security guard, or he felt the security guard didn't approach him in the right way. Dude was going off. He came to the store. It's like, well, dude, is, well, what's wrong with you? It kind of brought the problem to me. Well, was, was you pointing at me and blah, blah, blah? Uh-huh. This uh-huh. Uh, man, trust me, man. It's good. Um, uh-huh. I'm all for peace. You know what I mean? I'll explain right. to you. You don't have to be upset because it's really not about you. Or at least I don't know nothing. He just came in here to me. Whatever happened right. before that, I don't know nothing about that. Either way, dude's still going on. Still going off. And, um... I just happened to be with a co-worker, and we were working. Uh, we went after he left. We started talking, and he said, you know what? It's messed up. You didn't have to act like that. He, um, but you don't know what's going on in people's lives, so we just let it go, kept it moving, trying not to. There's really been a bunch of, uh, I think, tests for me um, to strengthen how I hold my energy because that energy is very easily transferable. Mm-hmm. And even though you may not be uh, mad, Sometimes it's just a little uncomfortable. It just kind of rubs you the wrong way. And uh, I'm trying to let it go. Eventually let it go. It is what it is. 
And the dude walked back in here. And he, he walked back in to apologize. And we thought that was amazing. And people like us, we just wanted to make him feel comfortable and forgiven like it wasn't a big deal because that's what's effective. That's what mm -hmm. I mean by Mercy being a type of justice. He was like, man, it's just been a lot of stuff going on. I really didn't mean to do that. I'm all about God. So it's mm -hmm. tattooed of God on him. And I, I guess that day was, could have been just a really, really, really bad day for him. Right. And he just woke up. But I was so thankful that he was the type of person to come in and apologize just so that we can have that exchange and let him know, man, it's all good. Right. I understand. It's cool. I hope you have a better day and a better week. You know what I mean? If I see you tomorrow, have a great day. Right. You, that, that kind of thing. You know, and that's interesting because even in taking that story, um, uh, another reason I would say choose mercy over justice. Say if, if in, in this guy's head, say if he did really feel slighted, you know, in his head, justice would be whatever it would be. Retaliation right. on... Yeah. But it's misconceived at that point, you know? So even in his situation, him doing the just thing would have been unjust because he don't know the whole situation or the situation is kind of taken out of context. So even in that situation, him choosing mercy, saying, you know what, I'm not going to even do X, Y, and Z. I'm just going to let bygones be bygones. Even though he's wrong, him choosing mercy is right. You know what I mean? At least in that yeah. kind of topic, at least in my eyes. Um, so it's, just, it's interesting. Isn't it? And so I wonder what's the flip side to, to mercy when mercy fails us. Justice. I mean, <laughs> I mean, mercy does though. I mean, if you look at when mercy fails us, then <laughs> you got mercy versus justice, right? Is is would it be fair to also say that's like a Malcolm and Martin kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, I think I get where you're going, but Malcolm and Martin. I mean, without more clarification, Malcolm and Martin are like really bigger ideas yeah yeah I mean? with, with different motivators you know and different what they were trying to establish was about something that i, I just i think it's just a little too specific for this mm. type of you know because i not was vague, but all-encompassing idea well okay i guess what what i'm kind of thinking is that the people who tend to think mercy have a certain mindset that people who tend to think justice in my opinion don't necessarily have and I if you, you look at certain situations, it seems like a justice mentality may get you more than a mercy mentality. Yeah. Um, you know? That's true. <laughs> and not to say that it's right, though. I mean, I guess you asked, you know, is it right or is it right or wrong? Which one's I don't know. more important? It's just which one's more important? Do we think it's more important? I don't know. It's probably one of those scales of justice thing, man, where you kind of got to have one to wow. offset the other, you know, because what's justice without mercy, and you know, then what's mercy without justice? So it's got its balance. I like so that. it's a trick question, is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, isn't most that of those I, questions I, I, like that? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tricky. My bad, man. I'm uh, sorry. Dog on sombrero. <laughs> That's a good question, though, man. Good conversation. Um, <laughs> any last words? Anybody want to say anything? Justice. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Last words for the people. Um, man, yo, it's um, twenty twenty was crazy. Um, everybody out there, and I know that everybody. We kind of went through twenty twenty, kind of hoping that twenty twenty one would be, um, better. And if anybody out there is going through anything kind of like in my inner circle, twenty twenty one may not be going the best for you, but keep your head up, stay strong. It's gonna get better. Don't let don't let it stop your grind. Don't let it stop your shine. Just keep just stay positive, man. It's so easy just to fall into the negativity, especially with that one because it um for for my personal circle it was like oh 2021, boom 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 you know. But we ain't gonna let that stop us. And if it's anybody listening that's going through the same thing, man, just keep keep going, man. Keep grinding, and we are gonna make it through it together. For sure. Um. I want to piggyback off on that, man. Now, 2020 was a crazy year, even though it had its down moments. It had a pretty good, um, some dope up moments for me. Um, after watching Soul, something set in. Right at the tail end of 2020, there was a song that came out that a friend and I worked on. Um, not the original version, but it was a remix. It's a remix from some guys, I believe, from Venezuela 
that uh, Pat, his name is Pat, Pat had done some work with, had a relationship with. And they did a remix of a song that I helped write. Uh, I wrote the hook, and the remix is mostly the hook. And I had a chance to be aware of the fact that I made some music, I helped make some music that affected somebody countries away. Even though I put so much pressure on trying to make money from it so that I can start to live my life, you know, the whole story kind of, it was so that I just forget that. <laughs> I forget that I'm doing what I am doing, even though I'm not making money from it. I'm doing what I love to do. They made some music that can touch some other people. But something that I made with my friends in my basement. That's dope. It's, it's like touch somebody and not touch somebody, just move somebody, inspired somebody in another right. country. That's crazy. That's my life. That's awesome. That's so cool, man. So don't forget about the little things. Don't forget about perspective. Uh, and like you said, man, just keep going. Keep pushing. Uh, Tim, anything? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's much to be said after that, honestly. <laughs> I was like... Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's just definitely stay up. Uh, stay positive. Stay informed. Uh, but it's... I, for me, I have to be realistic about how much information I'm taking in. It can be a, a bit much, so I have to pace it. But no, stand for it, but don't let it take your peace. Mm-hmm. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Shameless plug. The song is called Selfish by Sir Diamond, uh, Pat Posen, and Billy Famous on all streaming services. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you like the show, thank please you. let us know. Like, comment it comment and subscribe and until next time black top it's not close peace, peace.